Gridiron Podcast for Week Six. I'm your host Huck Breeze, joined as always with Scott Shedig. Scott, this has to be the longest season ever. Do you agree? I mean, it certainly feels that way. Every day is like waning on like every single like update you get. Every time my phone buzzes, I'm like, oh, what is that? Oh, okay, all right. Who's who is it? Who is it this time? Because it could be anything. Right. It's. So it's, yeah, it's been, it feels like we're in week 12 already and it's week six. Yeah. I I feel like every week has been mashed together into one big long week. Like honestly, like when I'm creating these podcasts or when we're, you know, talking about Tuesday games and Thursday games and two Monday games and, you know, eventually there'll be Saturday games and, you know, who knows? everything just kind of mashes together into one big long season. And so it's hard to tell exactly where we're at and have milestones, uh, you know, markers for the season, but you know, we do our best and uh, we, we take news as it comes. So, so yeah, uh, before we dive into uh, some gridiron football news, you got any Halloween plans? What are you going to be for Halloween? Uh, well, so because this Halloween's a little bit more of a uh, stay-at-home COVID kind of situation, um, mm-hmm. I was going to be uh, Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic Park, you know, just laying on my couch, shirt half oh. open, you know, life uh, finds a way. Yeah, life uh, finds a way. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. What about yourself? So, uh, you know, I want to keep it a surprise, but I guess I'll tell the listeners, uh, we're going to be vegetables, uh, mm-hmm. a family of vegetables. Um, How healthy. Yeah, I'm actually a stock of corn. Uh, so, so yeah, I will wait to reveal that on Halloween Day. That should be comical. I'm sure. Or maize, could... as some people say. Oh yeah, a little bit of maize. Yeah, yeah you could you yeah. go either way with that. Um, but yeah, we will be going door to door as peas, an avocado, uh, corn, and a carrot. So. That is there you the, go. Hoping somebody's going to be a carrot. Yep, yep. I was originally supposed to be a carrot, but due to uh, size uh, restraints, I, I had to choose to be the, the corn stalk. Because um, you're not a Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm not, unfortunately, <laughs> not a baby. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, what I wanted to do is, you know, get in the Halloween theme. Get in, this is my favorite time of year. Uh, I want to talk about The Walking Dead. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about these teams in the gridiron who are one and four, uh, which ones are dead and which of these still have hope. We're going to start with eternal touchdown. Do you think they are, uh, walking dead or do you think they have a chance to make the playoffs? (laughs) Yeah. Walking Dead. 
his eternal <laughs> touchdown because he is lucky we're not in a dynasty league. Just go ahead and regroup. Try to get as close to, you know, 10th spot as you can for the best draft uh, raffle pick. But uh, I I, this year is not the year, man. Um, just go ahead and just do yourself a favor and do not draft Jimmy Garoppolo next year. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he made one too many mistakes earlier on the year. Uh, you know, he went really receiver heavy and a lot of those receivers have not been healthy at all this year. Uh, you know, he, he went really heavy on 49ers. The 49ers have been super disappointing. Uh, Garoppolo, Mostert and Kittle have all played. I mean, I guess Kittle has played pretty well, uh, in the time that he's been on the field, but he has missed a few weeks. I mean, he did have that one big blow up week. Um, yeah, I think he's walking dead. And I hate to say it, you know, so early in the season because he did have a, you know, pretty promising team. But, you know, maybe he regrets doing the the draft strategy that he had where he just had a whole uh, mess of picks and spent them all on on skill players uh, because it just doesn't look like it's worked out for him. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Camacho, is he walking dead or is he got a chance in the playoffs? You know, I, I think he's he's teetering. He's got a chance because with his, some of the trades he's made this week, I like his new uh, quarterback tandem. I think he could he could surprise some people. I think he could definitely mix it up. I think he might be able to trade away uh, again from having a, a good team, uh, maybe in, uh, one for a running back or something. But he's he's got a chance. But uh, you know, I feel like he, he's he's got a bite, you know, and he might turn. You know, to the lock mm-hmm. bed, but mm-hmm. he's got to watch it. You bet. You better watch it. You he's got to amputate so. some things before he yeah. before it spreads. You better cut that arm off because I'm not gonna be yeah. pretty. Yeah. Um. The only thing I will say, I uh, I know I've been hating on on Chase's team on Camacho all season, but the only thing I will say is that he has faced three of the top teams uh, oh, thus yeah. far thus far this year. So he has gotten through you know, a pretty difficult schedule. He's faced Brad, me, Maestro. He's put that behind him. Uh, so, you know, maybe if he can attack some of these lower people uh, starting this week with the Unicycle Polar Bears, uh, you know, this is this is kind of like a must-win week for him. He has to win this game uh, because if he can't beat Unicycle Polar Bears, a 2-3 team that hasn't really looked that impressive, um, He's for sure walking dead. I think he's walking dead. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like you're right. There is a tiny chance that maybe he could turn this around. Uh, but, but yeah. Ball that arm off, man. Yep, cut it off. Cut it off. I mean, he's doing his best, you know. No, he's, he's working. He's he is, wheels, and he's, he's out there. He is trading it around. I think he made his team worse. But, you know, when you're – I like when, it. I like some of the movies he's made. Yeah, I mean – you look at his team now, he doesn't have any buys. Uh, this is as good as his team gets. And you look at it and he's, he's got 159 projection and his running backs just look like Garbo. And I just, I don't see it personally. Um, but again, there is a chance. There's a small chance, but let's keep it rolling. Uh, last one and four team, the last man standing, I guess that's what we're going to call him now. Is he, Walking Dead, or does he have a chance to live? 
No, this guy's got a chance to live. You better look out for last man standing. I think he's gotten hit hard by COVID more than other people. So if he if he comes around, you he might he might surprise you. You know. Yeah. So I, I don't think last man standing's walking dead at all. Yeah, I I seem to agree. I mean, I know he lost Dak last week, uh, which yeah, to, to anybody would be a huge hit. Uh, yeah. But Andy Dalton's not bad, and we've talked about this for a long time. Uh, you know, Scott kept him, he drafted him, kept him. So he does look smart in that mm-hmm. sense, because I think that if he had to replace him with somebody like Kyle Allen or, or, you know, a, a, a third a QB three from around the league had to go trade for one. Uh, he might be walking dead, but he got yeah. Dalton. He had Dalton on the bench. So he's still got Dalton Newton going forward, a pretty strong uh, receiving core. Uh, and, you know, he's put together some weeks where he scores a lot of points. I mean, he's, he's, he's put together, uh, you know, very competitive weeks in the past. And, and, you know, he's still trying. I know he just made for a trade for Hunter Henry. Um, so, you know, I give him credit for that. He's still trying to hang in there and still trying to, to move. So, you know, I think he has a better chance than the other two guys, but I could still see him uh, falling short. One in four is just not the way you want to start your season out for yeah, sure. Yeah, rough start. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's dive into the relevant NFL news. So you've heard uh, Le'Veon Bell is now signed on the Kansas City Chiefs. Is this a game changer in Kansas City? It could be. I mean, you know, you have to understand, like, the one thing they were kind of missing was a long, like, seven-minute drive to close out the game. Mm-hmm. To be able to run it when the defense knows you're going to run it. And Clyde Edwards Lair is good and he is pretty good, but he's also a rookie. And you don't, you can't, I mean, I think almost every team in the league has proven that it's really hard to find a guy that can do absolutely everything all the time and even into the playoffs. Even when Le'Veon Bell was at his prime, when we got to the playoffs, he was fucking hurt because he had been, he had been doing a lot of fucking shit and he had over 200 carries. Mm-hmm. You really, you've got to have two guys. And I think like the Browns, before uh, what's his name uh, Chubb got hurt with him and Hunt, they were really they were really clicking. Um, Dearness Johnson doesn't look half bad himself, but I think a lot of teams have realized like you've got to have a little bit of a mix and bring him in as long as he's not a cancer to the locker room morale wise and attitude wise. I think he'd be a big plus. Yeah. I think Le'Veon Bell is not really a cancer to a locker room unless people lose. I think he goes, he he likely goes south uh, when he's either a not getting the respect that he think he deserves, or a team is just shitty and down the dumps. And I think that's where the Jets were. I mean, I'm sure a lot of Jets players uh, wish they had the pedigree that could just be like fucking Jets release me, uh, so I can go play for another team. But they, you know, a lot of them don't have that that power. Um. So here's the deal with, with, with this. I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs run game was necessarily bad at all with, with Edwards Hilaire. Um, I've watched every down of every Chiefs game, you know, having Mahomes this year. They don't run the ball very often. They run the ball probably 30%. They're probably a 30-60 team. I mean, they uh, – and when they do run, they run on early downs. Um, in fact, they've only run the ball 17 times with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on downs uh, 
three yards and under. So to try and get a first down, he's only succeeded on five of those. He's failed on all seven attempts within three yards of the goal line. Uh, oh, so he's a big guy. He's not a goal line guy. I knew that when I looked at him. I know, but and, you know, uh, they, they might find that in Bell is like maybe Ed Edwards Lair's a nice twenty twenty, and 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 Bell can and can punch it in. You know, the short yardage stuff. So yeah, That's yeah. you need to have a balance. So, and I agree. I, I think that what they looked at was if we can get a, a guy like Le'Veon Bell um, on this team for cheap. No matter who our running back is, uh, we can be unstoppable because of who our quarterback is. And uh, we can create this kind of dream team, if, even if it is for just a short time. Uh, they thought, saw that opportunity. And if you're Le'Veon Bell, why wouldn't you want to? You know, you want yeah. to go win a Super Bowl. Uh, oh, yeah. You go from a team that is projected to get the number one pick overall to the team was projected to get the number 32 pick overall. Him um, and Jamal made some big upgrades. They, they're moving, moving on up to the west side. I know. Like, it just seems like – yeah, I mean, I I know this does feed into the culture that I absolutely despise. In that, if somebody doesn't like where they are, they piss and and moan and groan and cry their way into uh, playing for a winning team, which I hate. I absolutely hate it. But uh, I've watched all these Jet games, <laughs> and you know, there it's it's bad uh, to the point where. You wonder what's going on in the front office. You wonder what's going on in the sidelines. Uh, you know, I think Adam Gase is just awful. Uh, not only well, he still has a job. Seeing other head coaches lose their job, and I'm like, Adam Gase is still sitting there, all comfortable, and like, yeah, we had to get rid of some of the best talent in the league because uh, I'm an asshole, and uh, we really enjoy sucking, and uh, you know, but this is what we gotta do. And it's like, how do you not fire that fuckhead? Are, are you fucking kidding me? Jesus uh, yeah. Christ. I mean, that's some of the dumbest fucking manager I've ever fucking seen in my life. But, hey, you know, piss millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars down the drain. Do whatever you got to do. But I wouldn't – I don't want to have any fucking part with that franchise, uh, fantasy-wise, because that's that's just uh, – it's ridiculous. I mean, maybe some garbage time. When Ryan Fitzpatrick was there for some garbage time, hey, that was beautiful. And he yeah. made a career out of it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just imagine if things would have gone just a little bit different. Jamal Adams doesn't get pissed. Le'Veon Bell doesn't get pissed. Uh, you know, Mims isn't hurt and actually plays like a, a high pick that they picked him at. Uh, you know, they – Darnold doesn't get uh, what's called bronchitis or whatever in the first season and, uh, you know, yeah. actually has a decent first season and actually develops under a real head coach that can teach him things and – yeah, it's, and you, you I mean, that it. stat that Max put in the group chat earlier today was ridiculous. And it's so true. Everybody that leaves Adam Gase is like just is exponentially better because they were just being held back by him, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you, you also have to realize that the Jets, you know, lost CJ Mosley and a couple other defensive guys because they opted out for COVID. Uh, so it's, it, I mean, it's, it's really deteriorated. We didn't think that the Jets would be this bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, Le'Veon's in a, in a new place and, and I project that Le'Veon is not a week to week running back one. I think not yet, not right away. Oh, I don't I think, think he's ever, I, I really honestly no, don't I think, think he's ever going to be. I think he could be, I think it'd be solid cl- come like playoff time. Nah, that was the reason that we had Clyde Edwards Hilaire up there was out of pure volume. 
Um, the thing with Le'Veon Bell is, yes, he can catch the ball. But Le'Veon Bell, I believe, catches a lot of balls on checkdowns. He's not a planned screen guy, screen planned uh, route person. And I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is. And so it's just taking away from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't think it's adding anything to that that position. But you got you got to wait to see the the Andy Reid wrinkles though because I could definitely see plays in shotgun with Bell on the left and Clyde, uh, Clyde Edwards Lair on the right and they're both swinging out and he's got options you know so I, I I'm just saying you got to wait to see what Andy Reid does because Le'Veon Bell's also no no strangers uh, to going out wide so there's a whole lot of uh, different packages he can be in on and so it. You might have to give him a little bit of time with the playbook, but I think he could definitely be deadly in the, in the, the near near to near future. So, yeah, but we'll, we'll get to see. Get to be seen. Yeah, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's get into what everybody has been waiting for. Week five is now over after that Tuesday game, uh, so it's time for week six matchups. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Dad versus Disco Lemonade. What do you have for me? You know, I think this will be one of the better matchups of the week. They've got a lot of good players. I understand that uh, – what's it called? Disco Lemonade is a little hurt by bye weeks this week, or he doesn't have a running back in there. Is he, oh, is he just he's just got running backs to play, but yeah. Okay. Oh, he's going to play. Okay. I thought I'd seen that earlier. It's just now that I refreshed it, he just – He's deciding, basically. But I do think starting with the quarterbacks, I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers for dad has been killing it. And that Tom, at uh, Tom Brady, as I wanted to say, because Tampa, Tampa Bay, basically, mm. is probably going to be a shootout. I think this is only the third time they've ever met. They both have huge egos and really want to win that game. So I definitely expect them to put up a lot of points. Dad's biggest problem, though, is Kyler Murray's at Dallas, which is probably on one Monday of the night. only worst. Yeah, on Monday night. And so that is lights. That is the worst defense in football. That's a big problem. So, Joe. Gallup and Cooks and Brandon Cooks. Gallup could have a good game. I don't expect Cooks to. Uh, Blow up. Maybe he had a hit touchdown last game, but that's questionable. I have to do it again two weeks in a row versus Robert Woods, Tyreek Hill, and James Crowder. That's just really strong wide receivers by Disco Eliminate. I think he wins right there again. Then uh, starting Derek Henry, uh, which they looked very strong the other day, which I did not expect versus the Bills. I expected that to be a much closer game on Tuesday night football, which is the <laughs> uh, first for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, Plus, whichever, uh, whichever other running back he has, which is Ronald Jones second or Todd Gurley. Uh, so he has, he has options, but I think he still beats Lindsey and Jonathan Taylor just because Jonathan Taylor's been playing well, but not well enough. And Lindsey's at New England, so he's going to have a very tough day. Um, going into their tight ends, Hooper probably be Ertz out for a little bit because Ertz hasn't been playing very well, and he's playing versus Baltimore. Um, but it's not enough. He's already been. He's lost in every position battle already. Uh, I don't necessarily think that Dad is going to do terrible this week. I think he has a good team, and I don't like to bet against Dad ever. I think he's got a really strong team from top to bottom. 
but the matchups here are just too much. Uh, I, I think Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow is going to have a rough time against Indy's defense. Trust me, I've watched Indy's defense all year. They're rough with or without Darius Leonard. They're going to be rough. Uh, and we saw what Baltimore did to Joe Burrow last week. They absolutely dismantled him. If he plays good defense, he has the chance to score negative. And that's just not something I want to, you know, put my money on. Uh, from top to bottom, like I said, Kyler Murray on Monday night is going to be a lot to handle. It's a 30-point matchup waiting to happen. Um, you know, T- Tyreek Hill also Monday night. Uh, you know, Neil could go in down by 40 or 50 points and still win this. And I, I don't think he is going to be down by, you know, 40 or 50 points. I think Derrick Henry against Houston, we talked about last week, Dalvin Cook had uh, was facing Houston and had a big opportunity to uh, to break it open. They were allowing 186 yards on the ground per game as of last week. Uh, and, and Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison took advantage of that. They had great games. I think Derrick Henry does the same thing. Multiple touchdowns, 100-yard day, uh, you know, big things for him. Uh, Jameson Crowder is the only player on the Jets. He is now going to just wrangle in targets from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, I think just by pure volume, he gets points uh, throughout the year. As far as defenses are concerned, we saw, we've seen what Brad's team can do when his defense comes. It's a lights on or lights off defense. Uh, when, when Brad's defense shows up, when Miles Garrett gets a hand on, on a quarterback, when Barrett can get that sack force fumble, we see them show up. We see them score, you know, 30, 40, 50 points as a, as a defense. Uh, but they didn't last week. And we saw how bad that can be for Brad. Uh, you know, he had a full team uh, without Rodgers, and he scored less than 100 points. So um, I'm going to go with Neil this week. I think I'm pretty confident. I'm not confident enough to lock it in. Um, but I really think no matter who he puts that running back to, he's going he's gonna to go ahead and take this one. So uh, let's keep on rolling now let's go to uh camacho at unicycle polar bears tell me what you think i think it's going to be a pretty close game as well i love the moves that camacho's made i know you said you didn't like them i love them i think that uh, honestly watching carson wentz versus the steelers last week he didn't look that bad and the steelers defense is pretty good they had pressure on him he looked better than uh, than his numbers pro- uh, projected, and Stafford being next to him, they could have a de- they could have a decent day. I know Baltimore is n- not a pretty matchup to look at, but I think that uh, the Philadelphia has actually got a chance of that game. But I'll talk more about that later. Looking across the board at Unicycle Polar Bears, though, Deshaun Watson at Tennessee. Tennessee's defense looked pretty mean versus Buffalo. We expected that game to be much closer than it was in, in a match of un- uh, undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. So. That's no cakewalk for Watson right there. Then you got Nick Foles at Carolina. You know, I, I just Nick Foles is like a ticking time bomb to me. He's just like a like a glued together vase that people are playing hot potato with. Yeah. And good luck with that. But you look. Uh, so I, I I'm gonna give the edge to Camacho right there. Look at other wide receivers. You got Scary Terry, Christian uh, Christian Kirk, and uh, Nicole Hardman. They've got some decent matchups. They're not all surefire things, but they've got some decent matchups. I think at Dallas and that Giants are great. And that Buffalo isn't amazing, but it's Kansas City. So you never know. 
And then, uh, but you look across the board, and I think that uh, Juju will probably have a great week this week after uh, Claypool blew up last week. He'll probably get so much tension this week that Juju will be lone on some routes, and he'll be he'll have, probably have two touchdown week. Stefan Diggs and Jefferson uh, next to him. I think that Unicycle Polar Bears wins the wide receiver battle right there. This is a very close matchup, like I said, uh, going into the running backs right now. Zach Moss and Jeremy McKinnon for Unicycle Polar Bears versus Kansas City, which is a pretty soft defense on Monday afternoon football. And Jerick McKinnon versus the Rams, which I don't think he's going to have a good day. I think San Francisco is going to have a very long day versus the Rams. But we'll talk more yeah. about that later. Okay. Versus Chase Edmonds and, and Deontay Swift. Not that Detroit's anything to depend on for a running game, but Chase Edmonds did have a surprise game last week, and Dallas is a cakewalk, so – I think Camacho wins running back game there. Going into the tight ends, Hawkinson versus Higby. Uh, could You know, they're both, you know, you can't really depend on a tight end. I'm going to give it a wash. Anybody could blow up. Boswell and Tucker, also close. But you go to their defenses and nothing to sneeze at. But we're, I'm going to give it to Camacho on this week. And Camacho is actually my lock of the week. Wow. You were going to lock him in. That okay. I'm going to lock him in. Uh, yeah. You may call him Walking Dead, but he's my locked Walking Dead. I mean, you kind of call him Walking Dead too, it wasn't just me. I, I said he, he had was, a bite. I mean, he, he's he was cut big. The arm he off. is infected. Maybe you, maybe you get a win, and then maybe that's the that's the arm. Just cut it off. Oh God. Okay, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I look at both these teams, and I see. I look at the stars. First of all, I'm just going to look at the stars and see what their matchup is and how they've been playing lately. Uh, Carson Wentz. He had that one game against San Francisco. Uh, other than that, he's been pretty pedestrian, uh, and he goes against Baltimore's defense. Baltimore's defense is one of those, you watch the game on Sunday, you're kicking back, you're having a few beers, and you go, remind me, do not play anybody against Baltimore defense. I said that earlier about Pittsburgh's defense, and I stand by it. R- remind me, do not play anybody against Baltimore defense. Uh, it's not going to be a fun day for Carson Wentz. He's not going to go out and throw three touchdowns. He's not going to throw four touchdowns. Um, Stafford may. You know, Stafford may have a good day against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's uh, past D is weak. Um, other than that, we got McLaurin, Kirk, Hardman. These are all dice rolls. I like Hardman. Trust me. I've been trying to get Hardman all season from whoever had him. I even wanted when you when you dropped him, you put him on waivers. But I was not first in line. Chase is first in line. Uh, so, you know, there's yeah, – I mean, Chase is first in line, then he traded away, got him back – it, these these running backs are not good. Uh, I, I do like Hawkinson. Um, I think Chase's team just has so many holes in it. Now, I look to the other side, and there are some other blaring holes. Look at this running back one, running back two combo. Zach Moss yeah, and Jared terrible. McKinnon. These are not even good running teams that feature a running back. And you have the running back number two. Uh, Jared McKinnon might be the running back number three. Now, I like Jared McKinnon, don't get me wrong. But he is not. he had one rush last week. Yes, he had a bunch of catches, but he had one rush. So it's a situational play. This is not a, a week after week we're writing Jarek McKinnon into the script game script. The reason he had so many catches last week was they were getting blown out by Miami. And so he came in and he you know, tried to bring him back with a few catches. If they are playing a close game, which I think it's going to be closer than it was in Miami, I, I agree with you. I think that they lose this game, but it's not going to be a 40-something to 10 blowout like it was against Miami. And so Jarek McKinnon becomes this kind of running back three, you know, really 
crazy flex play to play in these super deep leagues. And you have him at running back too. Zach Moss is even worse. Uh, and so, so yeah, this took me a while to go back and forth. See, you're talking, the you're, you're talking about your pick. You're talking about your pick here. Yes, yes. And I'm going back and forth <laughs> seeing who's going to be better. But the, what, what I really look at. Who's going to win unicycle polar bears a game? That's what I want to hear because I haven't heard that yet. Deshaun Watson alone played the whole team across the played out of his mind last week and he's going to do it again. I think he I think the Texans get on a good run and Deshaun Watson's going to be a big part of that. I think he scores 30 plus points. It better week. be a 50 again? burger. Well, I won't, I'm not going to say it's a 50 burger, but I think he does score some points. Now Nick Foles I don't think he's as good as Kirk Cousins. I didn't understand the trade to begin with, but if you're going to make this trade and you're going to have Kirk Cousins or trade Kirk Cousins away, you better play Allen Robinson. He, Allen Robinson's a must start every week. So you got to decide who do you want to play. Uh, I, I think you got to play Diggs and you got to play Juju. I think Jefferson has to ride the pine this week and you got to play Robinson. And if he does that, I think with a good defense, a better defense than Chase, um, some, some, some decent tight end play and much better quarterback play this week. I think that the uh, unicycle polar bears gets this done. So yeah, I disagree. I disagree, but let's keep it moving. Uh, Fupa Slayer versus the Maestro. What do you got? This will be a very close game. I like, uh, you know, Maestro made some moves to get a quarterback and it's, you know, it made it a game. You know, not that Flacco is ever somebody you want to start, but to fill a bye, not terrible. But Mayfield versus at Pittsburgh, that might be a tough day. Um, you know, it's he's already got a cue on there going in into Pittsburgh. We'll see. But I did watch that game versus the Colts, and he looked very good. He had a very clean pocket for most of the game, and he did look very good in that game making throws to both Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. So he might be able to stand his own versus Teddy Bridgewater and Tannehill, which is not much to, I feel like, stand against. Uh, Tannehill might have a decent day versus Houston just because, just because of the matchup, but Bridgewater is no, nothing. I mean, his projections of 20 points is ridiculous. Uh, he should be projected 14.00. He's played well basically. lately. And not not enough to be anything more than a, than a placeholder, though. He's he's just the the new uh, Tarod Taylor, basically. He's just waiting for someone to to surmount him. But thirty two last two weeks. So I know, I know. But it, I mean, versus Chicago, though, do you expect that this week? No, I I don't. But yeah, yeah. again, you have so, to project him at that point. I, I you know, project I know. Him down, but down. I, I mean, he had he had he had much easier matchups versus Atlanta and Arizona. Chicago is a different story. Even New Orleans will be a different story. He'll come back again a week later versus Atlanta, but I think this week is going to be his uh, check down, run for one yard, avoid a sack, throw it away week, That and he'll probably have maybe 12 if he's lucky. So moving on, though, looming into their – so I, I'm going to give the edge a tiny bit to my to Meister right there, honestly. Depends on Mayfield at Pittsburgh. But I, like I said, quarterbacks have been getting some garbage time versus them, uh, garbage time yards versus them. So wide receivers going on uh, forward, though. Mari Cooper, uh, Devontae Parker, and uh, Marvin Jones Jr. for uh, Maestro. 
it doesn't sound amazing until you hear their matchups. Arizona, the Jets, and Jacksonville, that sounds pretty great versus Indianapolis's Indianapolis, the Rams, and Jacksonville for Tyler Boyd, Samuel, and Galladay. So I'm going to give Maestro the edge again right there. Mm-hmm. And if Fupa's going to have a chance, I feel like I'm saying this every week, it's Ezekiel Elliott versus Arizona. Now that is a juicy matchup. It's Monday night. But and Andy Dalton now is quarterback, so maybe they feed Elliott the ball a lot. But he needs to have a huge game, as and so does Singletary. But Buffalo is really feeding Josh Allen the ball a lot more than anything now. So especially in probably what would be a pass-heavy game versus Kansas City. Looking across the board, Aaron Jones at Tampa Bay and and Gibson. I'm still leaning towards Maestro here. Um, you know, between the kickers and defense, I was I have Fupa Slayer picked right now, but after the moves that Maestro made and some of the matchups I'm looking at now, I'm I'm going to switch to the very unpopular five and zero pick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? You know, you keep riding, keep riding a team until they lose. Uh, I'm gonna disagree. I think this is the biggest test to whether. You know, we haven't ever in the gridiron seen an undefeated team. We've seen close. I think uh, John Breeze lost one. It was about a decade ago, about 10 years ago. Um, But other than that, we have not seen a team. I mean, usually the best team in the league loses three. So this is pretty unprecedented. I mean, five and zero oh is is usually where people get, and then it starts to get into bye weeks. They start to kind of, you know, have to move some things around. They really don't want to sacrifice a lot to try to keep the streak going. Michael really hasn't had to sacrifice anything, so I'll give him that. Um, but it just does not bode well. I mean, he is losing, in my opinion, his number one receiver his number one quarterback, his number two running back, uh, and a defensive back this week, and his number two quarterback that he has now played at number one. But to lose all that and still look this strong, that's pretty ridiculous, man. Yeah, but it, does, it, it, it says good things about his team, but it doesn't say good things about this week. Uh, you know, maybe if he was facing one of the teams that we were just talking about in Cameron or Chase, but John this week – uh, you know, is looking decent. I mean, John is one of those people that has had uh, minimal buys because he's traded around them. Uh, he's tried to wheel and deal through bye weeks to try to stay alive. He's three and two. So he's trying to manufacture these. Yeah, early he said he was the worst team in the league. He's three I, and two. I, I, I understand. He's, and I said that from the beginning. I said that from the beginning. He was, he's going to be able to manage his way out of this shithole of a team. And three and two, I mean, whatever happens the rest of the league, that's not too fucking shabby. Yeah, it still doesn't look good. I mean, his his team does not still look good. It still doesn't look like a team that can win a championship. But in this week, with these matchups and who he's going against, I mean, we're talking about a Baker Mayfield at Pittsburgh who is hobbling and a Joe Flacco. Uh, You know, he's got Gibson at number two. I know Jones has always looked good. Uh, but he just you're not facing the, the cream of the crop from the maestro. So Baker looked really good versus Indianapolis last week. He he threw some great passes. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, I understand. He had a it, clean pocket, good offensive line. They, I mean, fucking Kareem Hunt is he is he's slippery. He is slippery how he gets out of tackles. Oh, I, is, I know. 
Yeah, but, yeah. But this is that so, was at home in Cleveland versus going on the road against Pittsburgh. But the you know no, I don't, home field advantage, I think we said is no is nowhere near what it used to be. So, well, I mean, you know, agree to disagree, but uh, I I think that Zeke on Monday night is going to be huge. It's going to be a huge weapon. I think that's twenty, yeah. maybe thirty points. Um, he's got both running backs going on Monday night. So again, he could, while, uh, you know, he's only got Zane Gonzalez and Tyron Matthew. So we're talking about two running backs versus, uh, Zane Gonzalez, and Tyron Matthew. He's going to have to have to take a huge lead on that Sunday. Uh, that means Baker's got to score, po- score points. That means Flacco has to score points. Uh, you know, Jones has to put up considerable points. I just don't see it really happening the way Maestro thinks it's going to happen. Um, you know, I don't blame him for what he's done. You know, everybody's going to hit these buys. Everybody's going to have to, you know, f- field teams like this with Mayfield Flacco. Yeah, and, and yeah you're, you're preaching to the choir. So, yeah. So, um, you know, I I think it's uh, honorable, you know, the, the team he's put up and the, the run he's had thus far. I just think it ends here, and I'm going to pick FUPA this week. So let's keep it rolling here. Uh, poopy two against last man standing. Who do you got? I think this is another great matchup right here. I mean, last man standing. I, I'm very surprised he lost last week. I, you know, like I said, he was he was a lock of mine. I really had a lot of confidence in him to beat Fupa Slayer, but I think now with Cam Newton and Andy Dalton back, he could have a very good week, mm-hmm. but. Lamar Jackson at Philadelphia and Jared Goff at San Francisco, both teams which are just down to the dumps right now, I think are both going to have pretty good days. And then DJ Moore, Chenault, and Landry have all been having great weeks. Mike Evans and Shark, that's the biggest thing, is like Chenault versus Shark and Mike Evans obviously versus Green Bay. I mean, he if Mike Evans just ends up getting another three or four touchdown game, that, that could be the biggest thing. But – with all these cues I'm looking at last man standing, that is not anything anybody wants to look at. Truck Queens. Yeah. You don't want to look at that. Now, granted, Poopa 2's got a pair of Queens himself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's nothing it's, – it's, it's almost balanced. I'm giving the, uh, the balance slightly to Poopa 2 right now. I, uh, I still love Clyde Edwards Slayer. I think that the signing of Le'Veon Bell gives him a little fire up his ass at Buffalo Monday night under the lights and Monday night – Monday afternoon football. So mm-hmm. straight to the point, I'm going to give Poopy two the win this week. I think he beats last man standing goes four and two. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I want to pick Scott, you know, I, I feel bad for the guy. He, he's, you know, he lost his number one pick to a really gruesome injury last week. He, he has the that backup. Um, I want to say one other thing. I want to say one other thing. Sure. If Scott wins, it'll be his defense. Aaron Donald and TJ Watt might have a massive game. Yeah. If he wins, that'll be it. Right. Uh, so, but, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, and, and you know, I, like I said, I want to pick Scott. Um, Scott's team just isn't as good. Scott's running back two, maybe Fournette. He still hasn't solved this problem. He's got five running backs on his team. And I would say if we're talking about the bottom 10 quarter running backs that are ownable in our league that aren't droppable, uh, Scott's got most of them, half of them. Uh, Fournette, Murray, uh, 
Gore, Freeman, those are guys that could get less than five points. I mean, between him and, and Chase, they have all the bottom tier running backs that are ownable in the gridiron. Um, it's really hard to pick a team, even if all these people play, uh, even if Brown plays, Chark plays, Evans plays. Uh, I just don't know how he can win. I mean, I'm not even talking about the, the questionable people. I just don't see it happening. you got Lamar Jackson against Philadelphia. I don't like the matchups for cause. That's why I wanted to pick Scott. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, cause has minimal uh, – not minimal. He has a, a, a good amount of buys going on right now. But, uh, but he doesn't have, uh, you know, the hit that some of the other teams have. I think if we're talking about Jacobs versus Metcalf, uh, Jacobs is more of Scott's team. Scott really depends on Jacobs right now. Uh, you know, again, when we're talking about these really terrible running backs, uh, I think you're right. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Solaire is going to come out and show people, hey, I'm the starting running back, and he's going to score yep. a good amount of points. Um, and I think Andy Reid's going to come out and say, hey, you know, you are the starting running back. It, it does put an extra pep in cer- certain people's steps. I mean, people compete with each other, especially when they know their job's on the line or their touches are on the line. So I think he does well. Uh, Mike Davis, this is probably his last week as a uh, running back one. Uh, and it's too bad he has to play Chicago. I, I don't think he does bad, but I don't know if he meets that 16.56 projection. Chicago's been pretty stingy against running backs, uh, and they pretty much know what to cue in on. Uh, you know, yeah. going into the week. Um, I don't think cause does as well as we think he will. Um, I just, with those running backs and the, uh, the lack of, you know, talent across the board, I think that poopy two takes this one and it's unfortunate because I, I really do think Scott deserves it. Uh, but Let's move on to this matchup right here. The wait, so Scott deserves it, but you're picking. I'm picking Booby too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm picking Booby too. Sure, like, I feel like there's been a lot of that. Just you know. Right. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm making a little like, I would picks. love to pick you, but money's on the line. It's true. Yeah, I probably would have picked Scott. And and there's no money like, on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and it's still anybody's game because if you look at it week to week, I mean, if you have one good week, you could jump, you know, from top to bottom. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you vice, can. Versa, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Okay. We're moving on to notorious against Rumham. What do you, what do you like here? I think this is going to be another very close game. I, I, I love Rumham's moves this week to, uh, you know, try to be competitive. Um, it's just, it's a very tough matchup starting at the top with Drew Locke at new England. 17 points projected is so generous. It I, I, it's just, you know, best of luck to you, Drew Locke. Um, following, but Matt Ryan at Minnesota looks very juicy. So he might have to carry Drew Locke a little bit, but a lot. Um, but you look across the board and Ben Roethlisberger uh, versus Cleveland, Josh Allen versus Kansas City. That is just so fucking juicy. Like mm-hmm. that—that's that right there is so hard to to pick against because yep. even after that, they both have stellar wide receivers. Both these teams are fantastic after this, and because Robbie Anderson, Devontae Adams, and AJ Brown are f- fucking great. I mean, granted, Chicago and Tampa Bay 
aren't the best matchups, but Houston's uh, Houston should be good. Uh, but looking across at Marquise Brown, I know he's starting to come on a little bit, especially since Lamar Jackson's talking about, I want to be a passer. But DeAndre Hopkins is amazing, and CeeDee Lamb is starting to actually become a man. So it's, you know, both their wide receivers look great, but after the wide receiver, uh, I mean, after the quarterback uh, unbalance, it's, it's too much. So going into the running backs in Montgomery and James Conner versus Robinson Madison, I think uh, Notorious wins that one as well. I do think Rumham puts, puts up a very good fight. But as we said, Notorious's defense is still pretty solid. I think they a little bit of, some of them have been underperforming at some points, but he's been uh, replacing some of the other weaker points. So I'd give Notorious this week to go four and two. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. And you, you, uh, you know, nailed the the nail on the head. Uh, Roethlisberger and Allen. Uh, their matchups this week are insane. And even if Breeze and Ryan, even if you have Breeze and Ryan instead of Locke and Ryan, um, I'm going to give the matchups. I, I think these quarterbacks are playing better and are better than the other side at this point in the season, um, you know, regardless of matchups. So it just so happens that he's got the better quarterbacks. He's got the better matchups. Uh, and they're going to put up a, a good amount of points. This is the matchup between uh, Camacho Gifts. Um, both these people received nice presents from Camacho this week. And CeeDee Lamb, Matt Ryan. Oh, Matt Ryan from you. And uh, Josh Allen on the other side. Um, I, I, Danny seems very dangerous. Uh, we, we talked about earlier this oh, yeah. season, uh, you know, he went through some, a rough patch. He lost two in a row. Um, after winning two in a row and he kind of looked a little off kilter he's really put it together now um and i and i think he's his team looks again very dangerous uh adams brown anderson that's a, that's a good triplet of of receivers there uh you know montgomery and connor you know he's got the a monopoly on the on the uh pittsburgh offense as long as claypool's not doing those end arounds which could happen i guess um I like his defense. He doesn't have Leonard playing. Still like it. I I, I think it's good. Uh, Rumham is dealing with some question marks. Uh, Drew Locke is a different question mark. I think that's that's huge. In um in in going in on the road against New England, uh, when he hasn't been playing for the last few weeks, this is not a good matchup. I don't like it. Uh, you know, to score points, he has no choice. Um, obviously he's got to plug him in there because he's getting eaten by buys. Um. Alexander Madison does have a good matchup. I like Madison this week, and I think that he got him so that it could be kind of like a balance of Locke. You know, he knew Locke wasn't going to score a bunch of points, so he needs some help at that running back position um, because he could have played Harris and he decided not to, decided to go out and get Madison. Um, Minnesota against Matt Ryan is a huge question mark. Um, Minnesota's defense has been torched a lot of times this season, but there's that one week where they played the Colts where they were, they were pretty shut down. So, you know, I want to say that Matt Ryan's going to get off his, uh, his ass and, and score some points here. Uh, you know, he's been 12, 11, six in the last three weeks. Uh, but there's no guarantee. I mean, it's been trending down. So, uh, yeah, I know he bought low off you. And uh, I still think Matt Ryan's a good quarterback, if not a great quarterback with maybe some of the best weapons in the league. So um, again, 
I think even with Matt Ryan playing at his best, scoring 30 points here, he doesn't outscore Allen and Rossberger at quarterback. I'm going to go ahead. Tough. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Notorious, and I'm going to lock him up this week. Uh, oh. Yeah, I needed I needed something after last week. I locked up Rumham last week, and he failed me. He couldn't uh, pull Ooh, it out yeah. on Monday night. So, you know, you almost had it. You almost had it. Almost gave me my four-week streak. Yeah, that's what uh, said. But, yeah, I dropped a three and two. So I'm going to go ahead and lock Notorious. I think he's got it this week, and uh, I hope he proves me right. All right. I like it. I like it. It's, uh, you know, because I like to, you know, I don't like to take layups on my, on my locks. I like to, a little bit of gamble, but, you know, it's where I think my head is at. And I like that you're doing the same thing because I think this is going to be a very close matchup. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I could have uh, locked, uh, what's our next matchup? Ulysses S. Grant sure. against Darth Scott. Ooh. Yeah. You want to, you want to talk about this one? Yeah, you know, I mean, this is uh, this is gonna be it's gonna be a good one. You know, I got I got a little something to say to my guys, obviously, before we get started. But uh... all right, man. Now I'm not gonna talk to you about winning or losing because y'all already winners because you didn't kill yourselves over the past couple weeks from being such a terrible fucking team. This week we got Ulysses S. Grant. They're an all-white team, just like the rest of the teams in our league. We're not. That's what bands us together. And nothing is going to break us apart, especially not this team. So, yeah. You know, even <laughs> starting no, no quarterbacks? Yeah. You still think you got this? Oh, I'm picking Ulysses S. Grant, but uh, you know, I mean, we got money on this. We got yes. money, so yeah. But, but you, you know, you gave him a pep talk. This is this is a uh, remember the Alamo if I've ever seen it. Um, oh, yeah. well, uh, it, it was a remember the something if if you'd seen the movie, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, but I'm I'm picking Ulysses S. Grant. Obviously, I'm I'm taking you know the bye week with both my quarterbacks and some of my best players. So, you know, if my team can somehow make it close, that would be amazing. But I think it would take everything for his team to try to lose it for me to win it. Yeah. Yeah, this would be one of the uh, big subsets in the history of the gridiron. Uh, you're playing with zero quarterbacks. I mean, Danny did that earlier this season. Uh, you know, I, I would talk about Max's matchup with you. I, you know, I don't think that it's worth talking about. Um, you know, hopefully Max stays injury free. I hope you both stay injury free, but, uh, this, this week is pretty locked up. So take me through the process of why you, you wanted to get Herbert instead of Matt Ryan, because you would have had a chance this week if you went a different direction and you uh, got a third quarterback, maybe Flacco or something like that, and you had Matt Ryan against Minnesota and Flacco, you really could have uh, could have put together a good fight. So so what's the deal? I just – I was tired of – I was tired of watching Matt Ryan play. I'd watch him play all season, and he just – he he's got no fire. It's just he's tired of losing, and I get it. It's frustrating, and it's awful, and – you know, the, the the owner comes out and says things about you that, you know, obviously are not uh, flattering. And 
I wanted to win. I like quarterbacks I can throw. I like running backs I can run. I like wide receivers I can catch. I think I've shown lately that I am what have you done for me lately kind of guy. And if you have looked at Matt Ryan's red zone numbers, they are something that might make me want to throw up for being my first round pick. So I would rather, I'd rather shoot long. And if Herbert is what he has been, then it will be fucking awesome with him and Derek Carr because they both have an arm. And if he is not, then I'll be playing for a great lottery pick because honestly, it's about what happened last year. I did not like going into the playoffs last year because I feel like I limped in so hard that I had no chance of really doing anything that I would have rather gotten a really good lottery pick and have a better season this year, essentially. So I'd rather shoot. I'd rather go big or go home right now, basically. I, I totally disagree with that sentiment. I, I think that I will never, ever, ever give up on a season. I think that you can go from just barely. I'm not giving up playoffs. on a season. No, I'm no, giving no, no, up no. on the Falcons. And I think, I think the Falcons have even given up on the Falcons. No, I'm giving, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying I'm not giving if, up if on a season. We're talking it's about one week. This is I'm one not, week. I'm not saying that you're giving up on the season. I'm just saying. You already said that. You already <laughs> said that now and earlier in the, in the text message. Don't, don't take it back now. No. What I'm saying is if I had to choose between getting ninth and the first pick or getting eighth and losing all three of my games, my playoff games, I would choose eighth because I had a chance at that championship. I always want to – I, I don't ever want to ask myself what could have been, ever. You got to uh, look at the team sometimes, man. They're just you got to realize, like sometimes you have a really good team, really good team. You just know it's 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 the year, all right. It's just it, I'm a little bit more of a realist. That's all. Right, and maybe that's just maybe that's my downfall. I will, if Patrick Mahomes goes down, uh, you're going to see me you know, and I don't get his backup or something like that. Something terrible happens to my team. You'll see me scrambling around uh, trying to fix this, trying to, wouldn't. you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm not – I don't ever pack it in. And I'm not saying that you do. Uh, it is a strategy. I mean, it's a strategy. It's just I, I already had a bat, some bad bye weeks anyway, so I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to compound them because if not, I was going to mm-hmm. have Matt Ryan bye week in, in week 10 – and a few other bye weeks as well. So I was going to be fucked then. So I was like, well, maybe I just compound them now and just move forward. I mean, you're three and two. You're sitting okay. You take this loss this week, could be three and three. Going forward with no quarterback buys, I mean, you do give yourself a, a really good chance going forward to try and, and make the playoffs and, you know, make something out of your team. So, uh, so yeah, no, I, I don't blame you for, for this at all. I, I think that it, it's a – it's a different move than I would make. Um, I think that once you commit to a quarterback and his stock drops like Matt Ryan's stock has dropped so far, I mean, I have it with Philip Rivers. I can't pay somebody to take Philip Rivers right now. Uh, and yeah. hey, you and the Colts both. Well, I mean, Philip Rivers is going to retire as a Colt. Uh, you know, he'll be put in the Hall of Fame as a as a charger. But I can't 
yeah, pay somebody to take Philip Rivers. I can't pay somebody to take Daniel Jones right now. And that's okay. I'm not worried about that. But I know that right now, uh, whatever I get for him is not what he's worth. And I think he can do better. And I think you did get something better than Matt Ryan, but I think he's going to play better. And, and actually, I guarantee that he plays better throughout the season. I, th- I think he will start to play a little bit better. It's just three weeks in a row with no touchdowns is really hard to watch for your first round pick. Sure. I mean, we saw you see the effect of firing your coach on uh, Deshaun Watson. You can see the same effect maybe happen on Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan maybe come out and, and put up multiple back-to-back 30-point games and hit receivers, go back to, you know, depending on Ridley, depending on Julio Jones, getting, hitting Hurst, uh, you know, throwing a girly out of the backfield. You could see all this happen, maybe get put together. You know, people go on streaks. Right now, Matt Ryan's on a bad yeah. streak, but we're in week five, or we're in week six now. Yeah. This is not uh, – this is not the be all end all of the season. And uh, so, so I guess we'll just, we'll just have to see. Anyway, I'm picking Ulysses S. Grant. I think this is a layup. <gasps> I know, I know, I know, but we're going to move on to our last matchup here of the week. And we're going to do sex Raptor against eternal touchdown. What do you think? I think this is going to be a fairly good matchup. I, and definitely not the quarterback part of it because I think that Patrick Mahomes at Buffalo and Daniel Jones versus Washington should have a pretty good day. Ryan Fitzpatrick could be eternal touchdowns only hope in the quarterback matchup versus the Jets, but Garoppolo versus the Rams, he better hope he gets benched by halftime because I think that Aaron Donald's just gonna just just I mean destroy him. I I worry about Jimmy basically. Yeah. I worry about Jimmy in this game. With seeing how Aaron Donald has been this year, like if he has a few more games, he's on a defensive player of the year kind of uh, kind of year. So it, it's it's it could be very scary for him, especially with his bad ankle already. So, uh, but moving into uh, moving into the wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, I think that think should have a great game versus Minnesota. Godwin versus Green Bay, big night, uh, big day, and Ty. Started coming on a little bit last week. Could have a good day versus Cincinnati, which is a juicy matchup. Will Fuller, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but he's finally becoming a wide receiver that is every week-to-week, you know, playing in football, which is, oh, my God, just, you know, mind-blowing. Moving into the wide receivers, I think that Sex Raptor has the edge on this because, I mean, with Calvin Ridley at, at Minnesota, Chris Godwin versus Green Bay, which is a big matchup, and even Hilton, who started coming on last week versus Cincinnati, who's an easy matchup. Will Fuller, who, I mean, I don't want to jinx him, but he, you know, I want him to be a good wide receiver. He's yeah, knock on wood. Finally, not coming in? No, I said knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood right i agree yeah yeah you know this, this stay healthy he's been great but williams and julio jones haven't been so i still give a sex raptor the edge there and kareem hunt even though he's got a q versus pittsburgh he still put up a decent amount of, of points and drake at dallas is just so juicy versus Mostert with the rams like i said is not a great matchup and gaskin 
I mean, it's Miami. It's hard to bet on a Miami wide uh, a running back at this point. You know, uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick put up points, but it's any anybody's guess which running back or if a running back will put up any points. So past that, I don't think Blaine Chip has enough to save it for eternal for eternal touchdown because Sanders has been one of your stars. He is amazing. I cannot believe they're projecting him eight points. That is absurd. Uh, so going into your defense, you got a lot of sure tacklers. I love your defense. So I'm giving Sex Raptor the uh, the win this week. I you were almost my lock. So okay. Well, that's uh, that's good to hear. That's that gives me confidence. Yeah, I'm going to take myself uh, just as I have with with every other week. Uh, I'm not really that worried about this week. Um, I don't think Clay, you know, really has a team that he can put together uh it's it's just yeah i mean he's just gone through so much um there are i will tell you there the things that i'm afraid of um miami's come back come out and put back-to-back weeks together uh against the both the 49ers who no slouch on defense uh and jacksonville and they're facing the jets uh at home in miami uh this weekend so he's yeah. got a lock on that whole offense. Uh, I'm praying for some Jordan Howard, you know, goal line runs, some Brita uh, steals there. Uh, but I do project them to put up points. Uh, you know, I will be watching, uh, you know, I will have a league going into Sunday night. I can almost guarantee that, um, you know, even without Mahomes and whatnot. But because uh, we'll be watching uh, Garoppolo and Kittle. Um, but the Rams defense has really stepped up. I mean, every time I've wanted them to step up through, you know, whether I'm gambling on them or what they have, they've really played really well. And I think that doesn't change this weekend. Uh, I know Kareem Hunt, I said, don't let me start anybody against Pittsburgh. Uh, Kareem Hunt may be the, the one person that I would, you know, do that with. I can't bench him. I'm not going to bench Kareem Hunt for, for somebody like uh, like um, Acres or or P Ryan, uh, you know, so Kareem Hunt's definitely, and I think he gets some points this week. You know, I'm excited. I think Ridley comes back. Ridley's still number four in in all of wide receivers in fantasy football, and he's had a couple really bad weeks. I mean, last week wasn't really that bad, 17.6, all due to yardage. Uh, but you know, I I really need him to come back and and start playing. Like I was, was talking about earlier, nobody will even touch Rivers. I still have confidence in Rivers. <laughs> I think he'll play better, but I am going to play Daniel Jones this week. Um, He's probably going to lose his job soon, bro. You talking about Rivers? Really, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, wa- that, I watched. Did you watch the Browns Colts game? Yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, it's super really? disappointing. His yeah. turnovers were some of the worst turnovers I've seen. Only yeah. next to Baker's after in some of that game, like. Some of them you're just like, what were you thinking? Are you serious? You right. think that? What are you right. what? like, are you kidding me? And and granted, Rivers had some pressure, but like whew, man, he is not the shot putter of old. So like I really think that they're just they're not the offense is not built uh it should be built more on uh the way that the Browns are set up where they start run and then they go pass. Uh, the problem is that Jonathan Taylor's been stuffed on one and two, uh, yeah. you know, most of the time. 
and then they get in either third and short or third and mid-range five and six. And yeah, if you miss that pass, drives over. Um, a lot of times they've run it. They've been super conservative. I mean, if you look at the amount of temps, attempts that, uh, that Rivers has had every game, uh, you know, he had 46 that week one, scored 18 points. I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Uh, but 25, 21, 29, 33. I mean, Mahomes has put up 50, whatever, 43, 47. So, you know, he's just not getting the amount of work that you really want him to get. Um, and that's okay if he can take advantage of the times. So he's not taking advantage. Uh, yeah. The thing it's is that I'm – but it's because he can't make the throws. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have the arm anymore. And he used to be able to just torso it, and he can't anymore. And so, like, it, it's just it, – it, it's it's a matter of – he's got a very short leash. And, uh, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, or if they make a trade, is is on deck very soon. Right. And, and I – trust me, I totally agree. I've been sitting here, and if one of you want to go and snake Jacoby Brissett because you think that's going to happen soon – Go ahead, because I've I've watched, I've sat there, and I've said, you know, who can I let go to get? I don't, Kobe I don't have the moves, to do it, but you know, somebody else might. Right, yeah, and and you can. And I feel the same way with Jameis. You know, I feel the same way with Jameis. So. Well, I mean, but Drew Brees has played, you know, well. I mean, he brought his team back and won, you know, the other week, even though that was a lot of Taysom Hill. Uh, yeah, I've thought about Jacoby Brissett. You know, I've talked about it. You know, or I've sat here, I've had him, I have him on my watch list. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I have a you lot know, of backup but I still believe, I mean, I still believe that if you are playing a playoff game, which the Indianapolis Colts very well may play in the playoffs this year. Uh, I mean, there's a great chance with expanded playoffs. Do you really want Jacoby Brissett or do you want Philip Rivers? I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I ride or die I, with the guy I, that I started but with. But that's what I'm saying. Have you seen Philip Rivers play? He's been so bad. It's a it's a totally different thing. Okay, Philip Rivers has been San Diego, and I don't want to spend this whole time I, talking about. I, I, I watched the I watched the Browns Colts game specifically because we're playing the Browns next game, and I was like, okay, is the Browns defense really good? When Miles Garrett gets gets the quarterback, yes, but the rest of it was just a guy standing there in mid space doing nothing, literally nothing, mm-hmm. and Rivers just hits him straight in the numbers, and I'm like. Whose fucking team are you playing for? Are you kidding me? You're yeah. you're getting paid to do this. This is terrible. Right. I could sh- I could sh- I could shove a blind one legged donkey out there to do better in the fucking job, and you can Rivers. But hey, you know, start him. It's your franchise. It's money sauce. Whatever. Do what you want to do. You're not the Jets, so hey, you're winning some games because you have a great defense and a great special teams. But imagine if you had somebody who wasn't making bonehead fucking plays every third down. If they were one and four, or not, not you know where they are three and two, uh, you very well could be seeing Brissett earlier than uh, than later. The thing is, they don't have a young quarterback that you bring out. Uh, you know, I think no. they have this this guy. No. You know, they draft in the seventh round, but they don't have Brissett. Is not a guy where it's like, well, we're going to build around Brissett. Um, so Philip Rivers gives him the best chance to win now. Am I worried if he comes out and, and has a boner week against Cincinnati? Absolutely. I'm very worried because he has a bye week next week. Gives him them a whole week to decide whether, you know, to, uh, to bench him or not. But, uh, that's the reason I'm going to watch him. I'm going to be watching that game very closely, but I will not start him. I'm going to start Daniel Jones. I think either way, um, whether Philip Rivers plays better, 
or gets replaced, uh, T.Y. Hilton is somebody to hold on to because I think T.Y. Hilton is a guy that is going to be concentrated on uh, if they're going to do better in the passing game. So, I agree. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's that's our picks for the week. I'm picking myself, by the way, and that's our picks for the week. Uh, let's move it on here. I know this is taking longer than usual. Let's go to our uh, week. Yeah, sorry, I've been a little long-winded. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about this week. There's no, there's no uh, Thursday night football game. Uh, right. So let me get your week six steaming hot takes. Okay, I just I just have one seeming hot take, which uh, I mean, some of my gambling corner will be a little seeming hot as well, so don't worry. Uh, this one is just the fact that not this week, but next week, Le'Veon Bell will be featured in Andy Reid's offense, and he will go, he will blow up, and Adam Gase will be fi- fi- fired the next day. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to my week six I'm steaming hot take is Daniel Jones hasn't had a touchdown since week one and this week he will have three uh, maybe Ooh. two in the air one on the ground we'll see but uh, we do see a different Daniel Jones this week against the Washington defense that can be exploited yeah. uh, than we have in the past three weeks so look out for that alright so week six sleepers okay. yeah week six sleepers Tell me what you got. Okay, I'm just going to go with one on the offensive side this time. I think that Cedric Wilson isn't a joke. I think that Andy Dalton finds him because he's one of those guys that he probably had more practice with being the second-string quarterback. And Monday night versus Arizona, which doesn't have an amazing defense, could have a big night. Okay. All right, uh, that's that's fair enough. Uh, my sleeper this week is going to be a kicker. Ooh. Yeah, a kicker. Uh, I like the surprise. Uh, yeah, um, Kaimi Fairbairn. Uh, if you've watched Texas game, which Wait, I have, can you say it properly? Kaimi Fairbairn. 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 Uh, so. Fairbairn. So yeah, uh, Fairbairn uh, has only missed one kick from 50 plus, but he's made one from 50 plus, which is good. You know, usually I like kickers who do not miss, uh, and so he is uh, nine for ten this week at a 90% clip, no missed PATs. Um, so he's got it there. He hasn't missed a field goal since week one, which is a good thing. Uh, he in his last two games he has uh, scored more than 10 points both times. Uh, actually 14 and 16, so 30 points in the last two weeks. And Houston has found itself in the last two weeks in the red zone a lot, or I, I'm sorry, at the on the opponent side of the field a lot. Their offense is starting to move a little bit better, and they are starting to get uh, get going. So if you're having kicker problems, I feel bad for you, son. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Kaimi Fairbairn is out there, and uh, you should probably pick him up. I love that sleeper. That's great because you know how I feel about people having droppable kickers. It's so true. that's great. That's true. And there is one last man standing that uh, has a bye this week. So we'll see how that works out. He doesn't listen to the podcast, but you know, he'll probably. Oh. But but oh. what do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? He picks up Cammy Fairbairn. I'm just saying, like, I feel like Brad is, like, developing into a championship team because he listens to our podcast this year. I know. Yeah, I, I, I know Brad like listens. Between, between the preseason and now and the pickups and, the mm-hmm. like, the, the looking at your watch list, like, I mean, it, it's like 
We'll, we'll, it's all right. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, we we can we can talk about it in a little bit. But uh, give me one good I'm, bet. I'm just saying, it, it could help everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It could. You, you're absolutely right. Uh, give me one good bet for the weekend that you like. Okay, I'm going to give you two good bets, and and now you might not call them good. These are a couple of my other hot takes, like I said I was going to do earlier. Mm-hmm. First, Philadelphia is going to beat Baltimore. Wow. Baltimore at Philadelphia. They're going to win that game. They're a cage, cage animal. Big game for them. They're going to win that game. Other one, Arizona at Dallas. Dallas is going to win that game. Both are gonna sh- both are gonna be high scoring. Underdogs are gonna at least cover their spread, mm-hmm. if not win. So, those are my bets for the weekend. And I really do like that Dallas pick. Uh, I know they're plus one one and a half. People are gonna say, you know, Dak's gone. So, you know, what the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, pick Arizona. It's no doubt. Uh, but but no, I think Dallas still has a fighting chance. I think Andy Dalton's a lot better than people think he is. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, I don't know about that Philadelphia one. We'll have to see. I think Baltimore's D could probably win. Baltimore's D and Trace McSorley uh, could go ahead and win that one, but uh, but but we'll just have to see. Um, I'm going to go with a few here. Uh, Houston plus three and a half. I know Tennessee came out and rolled over Buffalo last week, but Houston's playing well also. Uh, I called it last week, and it started out a little, you know, rocky against Jacksonville, but we came out. We got two turnovers, our first two turnovers of the year. Uh, Houston's really playing a lot better. And, uh, you know, if you want to tease this, make it 9.5. I can almost guarantee Houston keeps step with Tennessee and, uh, and we see a good matchup here, a closer matchup. Um, and, uh, my other one that I, I really liked was, uh, the Rams on Sunday night. We've seen San Francisco yeah. just be absolutely garbage the past few weeks. Uh, yeah, I think they've lost to Philadelphia. They lost to Miami sure. both in a row. Uh, the Rams, team is hot i mean we're talking about two teams going in opposite directions i know they're interdivision so they're playing each other uh you know they're going to play each other a little tighter um but i like the rams to win this game uh and it's minus three and a half so uh yeah it's it's good value on the money line so might be something to look at um all right that's just about it uh from what i got we are brought to you by our sponsor this week Old Spice for men. It's old, it's spicy, and it's for men. If you don't use Old Spice for men, then fuck you. Old Spice for men. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, I do use Old Spice, and I'm not not sweating, you know? Definitely not sweating this week, Uh, you know, facing Clay, so... So thank you to Old Spice. Thank you to you, Scott. Thanks to all you for for listening this week. That's all we have for you. As always, have fun. Good luck. Y'all have a great week, and make sure you get out there and vote. See ya. Good luck, everybody. On the fire department hotline in case I get in trouble later Not looking for cute little devils or rich city guys I just want to enjoy uh, Having a very good time and behave very bad in the arms of the boy yeah.